In my line of work, you got to keep repeating things over and over and over again for the truth to sink in. To kind of catapult the propaganda. It's time for the January 1st edition of Weekly Signal's Weekly Review, a reality-based mash of contemporary events compiled from the world's great newspapers and blogs at NathanCallahan.com and ripped in part from Harper's Magazine at Harper's.org. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. And now, the news. Benazir Bhutto. The leader of the Pakistan People's Party was assassinated mm-hmm. at a rally near Islamabad. First accounts reported that Bhutto was shot. Yeah. Second report said, uh, this was an official government spokesman, said that she was uh, fractured her skull from the force of the explosion that knocked her head against the front of the SUV. Right, uh, the and that there was some yeah. sort of a, yeah. uh, uh, some kind of a, what, Hinge or something. Luggage gear, luggage rack on the back of the car. I don't know how that Something works. like that, that he, she hit her head on. And then, of course... Then, then finally, yes. there's, there was more. A film shows up, yeah. kind of like the Pakistan Spruder film, yeah. that pretty clearly shows her... Head moving. Head rocking violently back, her, back. her cape lifting up as the gunshots are fired, yeah. and her hair flying up. Right. Before any explosion, right. and then her sinking into the SUV. Right. So apparently, she was shot. Well, if you watch the report that's posted at NathanCallahan.com and you go wow. to the video clips, yeah, you can clearly see it was, I believe, it's a BBC report. It was uh, at Channel Four News Channel 4, in Britain. Yeah, yeah. Um, that shows you very clearly that the you see the gun firing, and you see her head violently. You know, yeah. if if you're a fan of the Zabruder film, back and to the left. Back yeah. and yeah, to the it left. Does, it does violently and, move. And, and, and why are we talking about this? Uh? Well, because because she is she represented uh, a significant threat to the military dictatorship of Pakistan. No, but it, but the shot, as opposed to the explosion in particular. Why are we is, talking about it? I I don't under, quite understand why the Pakistanis have made it like because what, they they truly believe that okay uh, a bombing well that's something that's more difficult to prevent. But a shooting gotcha. means that her security had been lax at that okay. point in time. Okay. That they, somebody should have been around. You know, if somebody walks up, there's that many people. They have a bomb strapped to them. There's no, no way to see. This uh, person uh, was, well, he was visibly holding yeah, a gun right. out. Within just a few feet of, yeah. of the car. And as the film, you're watching this film report, and it clearly shows that there were the police were like three or four policemen standing near the car yeah. where she was. Not very much protection, and she'd been asking for protection. She, you would expect, as we here in America have Secret Service protection for presidential yeah. candidates, particularly when someone is as controversial and as uh, loved and hated as apparently she was, that uh, Musharraf and his government would have taken greater care. But And also, I don't know if we're going to get into this, but she was killed in the town that is the headquarters for the military in Pakistan. That's crazy, huh? So there are lots of reasons to be very suspicious about what happened to her and why. It was unclear who carried out the assassination. Okay. Uh, Although... President, Pakistani President Pervez Musharraf, mm-hmm. blamed Islamic Islamic militants. Yeah. But several associates of Bhutto accused Musharraf of having a role. Yeah. And in an email that she had sent out, is that where you were going next? Well, she the email from the grave about how she... Yeah, two months ago she sent yeah. out an email, yeah. and she wrote that it, should she uh, 
he assassinated Musharraf should be held responsible. They they've been they were I don't know if you're going to say this, but they were trying to get more more security detail yeah, because of just lack of security. Lack of uh, they, she was trying to get equipment. Uh, she she did have a car that was bulletproof and I guess bombproof apparently because it withstood the blast. Uh, and they were also looking for these things called jammers that apparently are electronic devices that if someone's going to detonate a bomb in a yeah. certain area near near where you are, and if you, you these jammers apparently will interfere with the signal from the detonator to the bomb itself yeah. and does prevent. In fact, uh, there was an attempt. On this mach- sounds like somebody though with a didn't need any. Radio Maybe I don't know exactly what what was the detonating device, but. Uh, Musharraf himself was saved by one of these jammers uh, a few months ago when there was an attempt on his life. Apparently, the bomb was delayed long enough for him to uh, exit the area before wow. it went off. So it's not as if they don't have them. The government had them. There, there's just there's a lot of open questions, and there's, they're eventually going to find out, I am certain, that Musharraf was involved in some manner. Bhutto's 19-year-old son yeah. was appointed leader of yeah. her party just three days after the assassination. 19-year-old, what does he go to, Oxford or something? Yeah, and, you know, and, and this this whole thing, too, this is not a case of, of good versus evil. No, you're right. This is a case of pretty much evil versus evil. Well, here, corruption. Corruption Appar- versus corruption. I mean, yeah, uh, Benazir was not lords the... practically you, yeah, battling. Exactly. Yeah. They're, they're, they represent moneyed interests. Um, yeah. uh, now, the other guy, and his name escapes me... Um, that's running. Um, what's his name? Uh, it, it'll come see. to I, me. I, I think I have a, it's, it's Zai, with an Zai, 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 <laughs> yeah. well, Go Zai. ahead. Anyway, don't do it on the other mind. candidate <laughs> for, for president. Seems to be the one most connected to the people of of Pakistan. If there is such a, if that's the right yeah, way to yeah, put yeah. it, much less tied to uh, Budo's family. Um, first of all, her father was a pretty brutal dictator in his day. Uh, and uh, but the, the, and she was apparently in the pocket of a lot of very well healed people. Um, whose yep. decision wouldn't have been better? I don't know, but we'll never find out. I'm not saying that. I don't know. U.S. special forces were expected to vastly expand their presence in Pakistan beginning in early 2008. This was in down going down the tube before the assassination. Was this in the, in the process? Uh, yeah, the U.S. troops uh, will reportedly take part in an effort to train and support Pakistani counterinsurgency forces and clandestine counterterrorism units. Um, hmm. So we're going. So this, this so, complicates uh, things. No, a bit. Appa- so apparently, <laughs> we've got to start looking at these things differently. But apparently, the five billion, at least five billion, yeah. that is unaccountable, or at least not very well accounted for, the money that we've been giving Pakistan the last five or six years we don't that doesn't matter a whit here apparently the un, the the it was five billion dollars yeah it was sent since 19 uh, since uh, september 11 2001 yeah. Yeah. and uh it hasn't it was gone supposed into, to have gone to fight al-qaeda right. and the taliban but instead it's helped finance weapon systems designed to counter india right yeah another one of our allies which is one of the other interesting conundrums of american policy in the region which is we are really cozying up to india which makes pakistan n- more nervous in fact there's a fair amount of chatter in pakistan right now that india was behind the assassination of bhutto the level of paranoia in the, the country, entire country just got up and did it well <laughs> apparently elements within within uh, india this is the conspiracy theories that mm. are beginning to to float that uh that you're that, starting it, them that india was in fact fermenting uh, violent upheaval in Pakistan, and one way to do that would have been. And also, the, the, the uh, Musharraf was claiming that there was a phone call between 
Al Qaeda operative and, a, and a, one of the leaders in Al Qaeda. I don't believe any. Yeah, of this I know stuff. all this stuff. This is, stuff is, needs is, to clear out I know. a little bit. The I, important thing right now is yeah. is that the, the Middle East and and that general region is just in total chaos. West as far South as Asia stable governments go. And on top of everything else, they were supposed to have an election in about eight or nine days. Yep, from now. Yep, so. and they're not. They're still not decided. They still have as it. to whether they're going to have the election right. because of the turmoil and there. because they don't have a candidate for the PPP party, which was. Bhutto's party. I know Bhutto. that's... <laughs> I it, know it, it's just begging for a comment. I know it does. Bodies and debris lay in Kenyan streets as Western powers press President Mwai Kabaki yeah. to investigate a disputed re-election that has triggered days of riots and killed at least 150. They say 250. The opposition says that. And uh, yeah. that's not good because Kenya was one of the most stable governments in Africa. We have been, uh, and I'm sure there are other people, forces at work here, but we have been investing a lot of military hardware, software people in Ethiopia, uh, in Kenya, um, in, well, the eastern, the northeastern part, northwestern part of Africa, pardon me, yeah. Eritrea, Ethiopia. Are you going anywhere with this? Sudan. Just, this no, just no, I'm just list. saying, we're, it just, it's. We, there, yeah. you know, I this mean, this does not help things. No, I mean, it doesn't help things. It does l- appear that we may have a heavy hand in some of this. That's all I'm trying to say is we are, Africa is taking on a very important position in American foreign policy of late. Right, you It's are. Been, been assuming. I'm going to switch back over to Pakistan. Sure. Because uh, Musharraf met with Har- Hamid Karzai, yeah. the Afghan leader. Don't and like, that, that was a deal. They don't like each other. They don't like each other. They don't but trust they each met. other, yeah. And he says, uh, Karzai said, uh, more needs to be done to stop pro-Taliban militants from Pakistan crossing into Afghanistan. Yeah, absolutely. And and I believe the quote on Musharraf was, who cares? Yeah. That's what he said. Yeah. Yeah. Not really. Pound but sand. I made that up. I think that quote was pound sand, but it was in Sanskrit or something. Pound sand. Israeli Prime Minister Ehud Almert yeah. balked at committing a total freeze in settlement activity, and that's a key demand of Palestinian President Mahmoud Abbas for advancing U.S.-backed peace talks. This, so this gets all crazy. What was the, what was the demand? I'm sorry, I was still... The um, settlement. Yeah. Olmert didn't want to freeze the settlements over there. Oh, of course All the did. settlements. Yeah. He's saying, uh-uh, I ain't going to do that. Palestinians are saying you got to do that. Yeah, that in order pretty basic. Uh, to advance peace talks. Yeah, yeah. Have, have you have? Uh, there was a few years ago when the Israelis were talking about the the roadmap to peace in between the Palestinians and the Israelis. Yes. We we bomb all of Palestine. Well, it's pretty much been cordoned off. The the Gaza Strip is like a fifth world co- uh, country, if you will, and the West Bank has been so sliced and diced. Uh, that it's it's practically impossible to get around the West Bank if you're a Palestinian, yeah, with all the roadblocks and the walls and all the rest of it. So to, to there's no there's not much of a contiguous state, if you will. So for them to talk about you know a peace with the Palestinians and some auton- sense of autonomy, a two state solution is ridiculous. Yep. It, it just it won't work. It won't logistically. It doesn't work. Forget the other part of it that needs to happen. The latest estimate of the growing cost of the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan and the worldwide battle against terrorism, nearly $15 billion a month, $15 billion a month, came. That was the largest for the latest estimate. came last week from the Senate's leading proponent of a continued U.S. presence in Iraq. That's Ted Stevens. 
yeah. from Alaska. Even Ted is upset about He's it. He's the ranking Republican on the Appropriations Defense Subcommittee. He's and a, that's not someone you want upset about. Uh, he's really he's if yeah. he's upset about it, this yeah. is the guy that we all know and love from Alaska who's responsible for the bridge to nowhere, the two hundred yeah. million dollar bridge to nowhere. And he's upset about wasting money yeah. in Iraq. That's nuts. That's really saying something. So it's fifteen billion a month. A month. Yeah. So that's a half a billion dollars a day, folks. That's a five hundred million dollars a day. Now somebody's winning the war in Iraq, and it's not you, and it's not Nathan. We're going to ask. It's not me, Ishmael Hazan. We are going to ask. Yeah, who's winning the war in Iraq? Yeah, it's somebody's winning Uh this war. That's our guest. By the way, I wasn't just pulling that name out of my hat. There, you're just a big name dropper. I know. You you love to throw those names around. At 8.30. I've had coffee North with Korea that. indicated it will slow down the disablement of its nuclear facilities. It won't do that anymore. It's going to slow it down because of what it said. It said was a delay in receiving economic aid under, international, under an international deal. They wanted power. Well, the, they wanted some sort of way yeah. to, to get electricity. So the, part of the, interna- the uh, international deal was they would get additional power plants, whatever power plants. you get, generators, the something going on. This is North Korea. Yeah, North Korea. Yeah, yeah. And meanwhile, they're they saying didn't that's the de- not coming through, so right. they're going to work on their nuclear program. Right. They'd, they'd, yeah, they were, there was a deadline that they were supposed to begin to turn over information, and they said no until, apparently, until yeah. we get it for real power. Russia agreed to sell an S-300 anti-aircraft missile system to Iran. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah? Yeah. Now, they've already sold some uh, TOR-M1s. I guess that's TOR-M1s. Whatever. Surface-to-air missiles, but these are even better. Well, there you or go. Or more destructive, depending on your preference. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, agents from Britain's intelligence agencies entered secret talks with Taliban leaders, despite Gordon Brown. That's that the prime the, minister. The PM over there. Yeah. His pledge that Britain would not negotiate with terrorists. Yeah. Well. well. There you go. Pins on no, your no, no, wait, wait, wait. I, wait he has you, met with George Bush. He has met with Bush. Now, now, um, what, what was the area of discussion? Did this have to do with their withdrawal from Afghanistan, or what? How did I don't even know? We don't even know. All we know is they got together, they yeah. met. Yeah, and I'm sure there was a. These are sec- these are intelligence agents, so they didn't even know why they, they were talking. No. Yeah. Who are you again, and <laughs> why are we sitting at this table? Okay. I'm sure there was there was uh, sure it something, something reported, but uh, but what we do know is that they were meeting it, it, the Taliban leaders trying to. I, I like I said earlier, as I said a few minutes ago, we have got to stop looking at the Middle East as a win and lose, a, like in a you war. You said that, yeah, I did. You're not paying that. I know you don't pay attention to anything I say, but <laughs> I, I but I do think what you the, said is who's winning. I what I did say, weren't you're not winning. I'm, I'm not, not winning. winning. No. Um, I know the people listening to this radio broadcast aren't winning. It's something like, you know, just for you sitting at home there, comfy, it's $150,000 per household what they figure this war is going to end up costing. Oh, my God. At At the end of the day, as they say, at the end of the war, everything's cleaned up and fine. That's how much is going to come out of your pockets over the course of... Of your lifetime or your household's so, lifetime. So that's not that's not one hundred and fifty thousand dollars that'll go to educate your children Mm-mm. or to keep them healthy nope. or to build roads. Uh uh-uh. uh It's what it's just for one stupid military maneuver. Maneuver. Well, blunder, catastrophe by an idiot president is going to cost you and your family one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. But we'll be able to have. 
maybe we'll be able to have gasoline. We're not quite sure on that, and that one. Yeah, I mean, what none did of this, we get out of this? Again, I can't wait to talk to Ishmael because this is what we get to talk to him about. Uh-huh. Who's winning? Well, who's winning? Economy yeah. of the United States. Yeah. President Bush signed a $555 billion spending bill that includes $70 billion for military operations in Iraq and Afghanistan. The Democratic-led Congress passed a spending bill without including a timeline for troop withdrawal from Iraq. Thank you, Democrats. Bush was planning to veto another defense authorization bill passed by Congress because it would freeze Iraqi assets while victims of of Saddam Hussein sue. So he didn't want, want any of the of his friends over there in Iraq having any, losing any money over this deal. Of course he didn't. No. The, 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 the Democratic Congress, I mean, they're, they're at some point, they're responsible. I like mean, about, I would say two as, years ago. Well, two or three years yeah. ago, actually, I mean, voting to authorize and then voting to authorize, I mean, all of it, the whole thing, yeah. this Democratic Congress is responsible. Well, they're more, they're obviously more responsible when they were elected to the majority. That was when they be. I, I need somebody to answer this question for me, Nathan, and maybe you can. How is it? How is it that the Republicans get everything they want and they're in the minority? When yeah. the, when the Democrats were in minority, because they the, didn't get the, anything, they got run over and they were threatened with the what do they call it? Nuclear winter. Because the, Democrats are usually all smoke. They what they really want is not what they're saying they want. Yeah, that's true. The Republicans true. say right. what they want. You're right. You're right. The Democrats are, are trying to be populist and and, uh, and no. represent you, but in fact, they're representing moneyed interests. Yeah, Republicans you're... say they're representing money interests. When it comes down to a vote, Republicans yeah. have their way. I, unfortunately, I agree with most of that. The, you I agree mean, with all of it, Mike. 90, 60, 75 percent of that I agree with. Mm. All right. Uh, A Commerce Department report released on December 28th showed U.S. new home sales plunged 9% in November. And just keep plunging. We're we're in a housing crisis. No, we're in a housing opportunity, my friend. I've got got a series of uh, cassette tapes here that'll show you how you can turn your life around. You can be the flipper. This this affects rentals, too, by the way. This is just not something that is for those greedy homeowners. And for only three... Three payments of fifty nine ninety five each. I can show you how you can turn. Your Meanwhile, life Mike, yeah, investment bankers are celebrating on Wall Street. Yeah, they are. Aren't they? Four of the country's largest banks. That would be Goldman Sachs, Morgan Stanley, Lehman Brothers, and Beer Stearns or Bear Stearns. Bear Stearns. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I I'm thinking about mind. last night. Yeah, you were just yeah. thinking about the big bowl games today. Yeah, yeah exactly. Beer. Beer. They're expected. Those, those largest banks are expected to do out an estimated thirty billion dollars in bonuses. That's just bonuses. We're not talking salaries. Just, Thirty billion in bonuses. Just think about that for one. You know what? The CEO of Goldman Sachs—that's wow. Lloyd Blankfein—is receiving a record sixty-eight million dollar bonus. Yeah. And last month, housing activists called on the nation's largest investment banks to donate their holiday bonuses to a foreclosure prevention fund that will help prevent new a new wave of foreclosures. And of course, you know the banks. Wow. Did come again? Wow. That's a staggering... You want us to give up our bonuses? That's a staggering amount of money. That is an absolutely staggering amount. That is enough to run the war in Iraq for two months. It's enough to finance KUCI. It... <laughs> we could, for $68 million... Oh, that. I was yeah. talking about the $30 billion. I'm oh, thinking... Oh, the $30 billion? You could run the war in Iraq for two months. Yeah. Just think about that. Wow. Two and that's months. just, just yeah. on the bonuses from... Well... 
That's amazing. The National Rifle Association hired private investigators to find hundreds of people whose firearms were seized by city police in the aftermath of Hurricane Katrina, according to court papers filed this week or last week. They're trying to find them? Yep, because they're trying to locate gun owners for a federal lawsuit that is uh, that the lobbying group filed against Mayor Ray Nagan and police superintendent Warren Riley over the city seizure of firearms after the hurricane. So they, they're going to say that it was a... Um, yeah. What communist plot? I they, they, what the <laughs> Katrina was a communist? No, that they yeah, want the they Katrina want their guns was. back. Yeah, I I don't know that I would give a lot of people who have been kicked out of their housing their guns back. I don't know if that'd be such yeah, a great it was idea. a wrong time. Maybe yeah, maybe that wasn't to a give good them idea. their guns. That's back. terrible. Yeah. New Orleans really is turning into or is becoming a nightmare, a real serious nightmare for America. Democrats in the state of Kansas. You'll like this one. All right, maybe I'll. Because it's political intrigue. Oh, I'm going to throw, okay. Democrats in the state of Kansas were accusing the Republican Party of trying to put together a list of voters to challenge on Election Day. Caging. Well, challenging. Caging. Caging, yeah. I mean, it wasn't just a challenge. They did it. They have an email. They they bragged about it. Yeah, state Republicans. Kansas Republican Party Chair Chris Kobach bragged that the party is engaged in vote caging. It said, to date, the Kansas GOP has identified and caged more voters in the last 11 months than the previous two years. Oh, Oh, boy. There they go. That's what it said. That's democracy at work. There it is. Yep. They're suppressing voters. Yeah. They're trying to find out ways that maybe they can disqualify voters. They are nullifying the votes of people that they feel would vote against them. Yeah. They're sending out, I think it's registered letters. Yeah. And if they come back, uh, you know, uh, unopened or they come back, yeah, you know. Not at this address. Not at this then they challenge every single vote and it ties it up forever. Yeah. And they, are, and yeah. they send it uh, almost exclusively into the poorest parts of, uh, the, of Kansas and yep. uh, more likely to uh, disenfranchise Democrats. Yep. Um, uh, can we get to some predictions? I know we're running a little short on time. Predictions for this uh, for Iowa? Are you going to talk about Iowa? No, I don't want to speculate. I'm going to tell I you hate that stuff. I'm going to tell you who's going to win. The Equal Employment Opportunity Commission said that employers could reduce or eliminate health benefits for retirees when they turn 65 and become eligible for Medicare. I think that's kind of important. Yeah. Right. In other words, uh, it is now, according to our Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, okay, that your employer just drops you from any sort of benefits once you turn 65. Of course. Yeah. The new online government spending database, USAspending.gov, which was designed to increase transparency, actually lowers the amount of information that you're now entitled to. So you can see more of less. I was I was the, I was listening uh, to uh, radio last night. The uh, the uh, Episcopal Church, Pasadena. I remember yeah. uh, during the last election, yeah. uh, they were uh, they were scolded by the IRS. They said they were going to be investigated because the Episcopal Church was endorsing uh, th- was, political candidates. Well, what they did the the week before the election, they uh, talk about what an evil, horrible administration we are living under. And yeah. well, they didn't quite put it that way. I'm sure but they did. In other words, evil. yes. Yeah. Well, that that suit's been. Uh, Quietly dropped. Quietly dropped. However, the letter said from the IRS. Watch yourself. Without explanation, the IRS has concluded that the sermon constituted intervention in the 2004 presidential election. Oh, so some, some sort of deal was struck oh. there. IRS can say that, but they will drop the suit. That's just... So yeah. they're, they're leaving... Now, a, you the, want to speculate. No. You got a minute to speculate. No, I don't have any time. I just, got, I, no, we got plenty of we time. Gotta get, no, we got to get Naomi. I have one and finally. I got. I got to talk to. Um, That's all I got. I got to talk here. to Naomi. Who's uh, going to win? Naomi Wolf. We got to talk to her. I don't want to talk to her. I do. 
Not Naomi Klein. We, we, we now, we're never going to talk to her. John Edwards is going to win the Iowa caucus. Yeah, and he's gonna that's fi- you're hoping he does. And, and no, he is going to, and, and he's <laughs> and and he's going to finish second in New Hampshire. Wow, John Edwards. Okay, that's go something. ahead. What's your final? Let's, let's. What do you think? Yeah, what do you go ahead? Go ahead. No, I just think he's going to win. You don't. No, care because who, you know why he's going to win. No, no. What do you? Okay, I I'm, let me just real quick. He's what about going on to the Republican side? Because the people he's been there for uh, since the last yeah, election. He's that's lived one there. Reason. That's yeah. one reason. But because his voters are much more committed to getting out to vote. Wow. Um. I think that uh, Romney's going to win Iowa, and it's not going to matter because I think that McCain is eventually going to be the nominee. That's what you say, yeah. Huh? Yeah. So go ahead. Who do you think? Do you care? You don't. I know you care well, on one I level. I care, but I don't. I, these sorts of things, know. you know, it's like know. like what a are week we doing? a week after Iowa, people are going to be scratching their head. What was that that thing yeah, last week yeah. that we were all excited about? Yeah, I know. Yeah. But it what will propel what is ridiculous. It will propel what I like no, to I'm talk hoping about will happen is, is that it will propel how, Edwards into the race. He's not getting he can't get arrested on TV to be a, yeah. as a candidate yeah. right now. That's true. He should be seen more. Exactly. And this will get him seen more. It'll right. give him a little bit that's of what uh, I, that's really what I'm front end here. The the unfortunate thing about all this is that we're actually having a caucus in Iowa that means anything. I know. I know. This is saying. a state that means absolutely nothing I, I when it comes down to an election. It the the uh, demographics are disproportionately um, talk uh, about Huckabean. Yeah, yeah, they're Huckabean. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and it's just. Uh, the the interests over there they talk about agricultural right. interests they're, right. they're more concerned with um, making yeah. Uh, yeah. methane or ethane ethanol than they are concerned with it's crazy with the war in Iraq although or, the, although the Democrats in Iowa tend to be pretty liberal yeah it they it I will just say one nice thing and that does sort yeah. of force a more liberal agenda onto the onto the uh, national platform okay all right did you say it I did I'm done okay, okay. We got one final. And finally. Yeah. And finally. And finally. Yeah. According to a U.S. Today Gallup poll, George W. Bush and Hillary Clinton are America's most admired man <laughs> and woman. Weekly Signal's Weekly Review is broadcast every Tuesday on KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. To learn more about Weekly Signals or to download the podcast, visit our website at weeklysignals.com. And be sure to visit nathancallahan.com for daily readings and feature articles. Until next week, I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. And this is Weekly Signals.